let's do it. What if you're one step away from changing everything? In this moment, breathe in gratitude. Set your intention. Expect miracles. You are seen. You are worthy. You are light. This is the Lightworkers Guide. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome to the Lightworkers Guide podcast. I'm your host, Lucy, and I am so grateful you're here. Last week, I asked you to leave a comment in the review section telling me what you're grateful for. And did you? Did you? Well, if you didn't, you can pause and head on over there and do that right now. I cannot wait to hear what you're grateful for. We learned that gratitude is the number one way to manifest anything in your life and how different frequencies of gratitude can exist in your life and how you can navigate each stage to help you propel you into your next level. And today I rose so grateful for the hope I am holding for the future. I am seeing new opportunities around every corner. I'm being introduced to new expanders. I wrapped up a huge, and I mean huge, first launch. It will be one of three for Danielle Iman. And as you may know, she is my business coach, and I've stepped into a sort of brand strategist role in her business, which is just a dream. And last week, I was invited to be a guest coach inside Jenna's program, the Clarity Collective, which you can learn more about over at the Uncommon Way podcast. And I'm beginning branding for a new Making Brands Happen client who I'll share more about with you. And y'all, my heart is so full. What I had planned to share with you today answers the question I get asked most often. And then while I was talking with my new client, Michelle, she confirmed this question and also expanded with what I want to share with you today. So the most common question I receive is how do you know, like, how do you know, you know, when you hear from God's voice? And I love this question because it's one that I asked someone else very early on in my own faith journey. So this goes back to when Capri was about five years old and she just started kindergarten. So I like overnight had so much more time for myself than I had had in years. And I asked somebody that I knew who seemed like very, very in touch with God. Like I just could tell by his whole demeanor and like the way that he spoke about things, he just had this trust and faith in God. And I was like, I want that. Like I want, and so I asked him the same question. How do you know, like, how do you know, you know, that it's God's voice that you're hearing? And he turned it around on me knowing how much like Capri was just my world, you know, he's like, well, how do you know if you were in a room full of a hundred people and Capri was on the very other side and she said, mom, 
like your ears would be like, huh? you just know like that's Capri because I know her so well. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, like she's my girl. Like, yeah, I would know it's Capri's voice. And he said, it's the same way you know anyone's voice, including God's, it's by spending time with them. So the more time you spend with anyone being in relationship with somebody, you get to know their voice and it becomes unmistakable. And so he challenged me to spend an hour every morning with God for one month and then just see what happens. And so I was like, okay, okay. You know, now that I literally have more time, I can totally do this. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to spend two hours every morning. And I did. It was such a fun time for me. Whether Capri was with me, because still at the time she spent half the time with her dad. So there was those days. And then other days when I dropped her off at school, I would come home and literally just like climb back into bed. And at the time I either had my Bible or like another Bible study that I was doing. And I would just take my slow time. And it was during that time where like I really started hearing God's voice. Like I knew where he was calling me. There'd be like new things that would come to my mind and and I would have a journal and I'd be writing all these things. And I was so, so excited about the things that he was putting on my heart. And then this is how the intentional planner came to be because I share this story that it would be like I would close those journals the Bible, the studies, and I would go to my desk and open my planner and get to work on this to-do list I had made before I spent time with God. So it was all this stuff that wasn't aligning with who he was calling me to be, who he created me to be. And it after you know, a few days of that, it was like dawning on me. I was, and I was so frustrated that I was spending my day so misaligned. And it be, since I did spend the time every single day with God and then get to work on the, the other day that I had planned, it was just like very, very clear. It became clear very quickly that I needed to switch up this whole system that I had been doing. So that is kind of how the intentional planner idea came to my mind. I wanted my journal, my time with God, and like little things that he was putting on my heart that I would write down. I wanted that right in front of me as I planned my day. And so, okay, okay, this goes back to a little bit of what I was telling you about my client and something she asked me. So, okay, pause for a second. I'm gonna interject this story with a question. So she asked me about my name, Lucy Celebrates. And she said, she actually sent me a little voice memo and Instagram saying, every time I go to look you up, I notice I automatically write Lucy Creates because that's what you do. And then I'm like, oh wait, Lucy Celebrates. And so why is that your business name? I want to know. And so 
the reason behind that is when I first started my business, I think I might have shared it in the first episode, is it was um, mostly wedding invitations. So I started it as a little shop on Etsy, and actually my, it was just social stationery. And I wanted to do things like personalized address labels. And actually, that was my very first sale. I'll, I have to tell you about that another time. But um, so address labels and then personalized note cards, like things like that, anything personalized. And then it even went into cell phone cases. And then from there, what... I was noticing is just wedding clients were just the ones who kept coming and coming and coming. So I kind of transitioned mostly into wedding invitations and I spent years doing that. And through those weddings, sometimes the the couple would then have their child and then I would do their baby announcements or their Christmas cards. And so it just turned into this like, social stationary still but you know lucy celebrates so i celebrate all of life's moments was then the reason for the name and then kind of coming back into the intentional planner i because i had all this design knowledge of you know working with wedding invitations mostly but designing things i just opened up my Adobe Illustrator and started designing what I thought would be the perfect planner and you know did it there's like I even have it on Instagram if you scroll way down again you can see like the first little layouts and I played around with it almost daily because what I would do is print it out use it for the day and then as I was using it I'd think like "Ooh, I want to change this I want to change this and And so the next day I would print out my new version. And I did this for one year, one year. And so while I was doing it and writing the things God put on my heart, something that is my background is dance. And at the time I was getting certified in yoga and felt like, I don't know if you all know this, but like when you are working out or especially in yoga and you're meditating and also just like I'm spending all this time with God and really hearing from him and I would feel my most inspired after yoga or after working out or, you know, I wasn't dancing that much anymore, but just basically moving my body. I would feel like I could do anything. And I thought this is how people can really step into their purpose. When they are, imagine if you were like right after yoga, if you could just do sort of a study, a little Bible study, as you know what I wanted to do at the time, and then answer these questions. And like, really, that's when you journal. And then you go to work, you go do and like live your purpose. And so this whole thing came to my mind and every day, like a new, I'd be like, okay, what's my next step? And I thought like, I, one day I'm like, I was really curious about what a nonprofit was and like, how do you start a nonprofit? And so I did this, like I said, for a year, but basically from when I started to and then I ended, I had created this 
nonprofit called Loom Movement. And it was just that. It was a yoga. It, I mixed yoga and dance and then created my own intentional planner, like tear sheet that I would have people journal and write about. And then it was a 10 week course. How I told you, I, I wrote this outline for Illuminate. I wrote it in like 10 minutes. That was for Loom Movement. So, and what Loom meant is it stood for luminosity. So this idea of light was always like woven out through things that God was calling me towards. So, and so I did it and I actually led people. I, um, you know, in a local, I got dance space and and actually led people through it and I loved it so much and at the time I was like okay am I gonna put Lucy celebrates aside like I have no desire to do wedding invitations anymore that's for sure I knew I wasn't being called there anymore and so I really prayed about it and I said okay God if you want me to continue this work with Lucy celebrates you need to light a fire inside of me again. And if I'm really supposed to lay this down and move on to something else, then make it clear. And I even came up with a plan of like what I would sell Lucy Celebrates for because I feel like I had this library of fonts and graphics and, you know, and fonts are, they're not cheap. I had an obsession with them, I would say, like, I have so many fonts, you guys. The The font world is real. And so I thought, you know, I mean, it's worth something maybe. And so, but what happened, like I would say, I'm not even going to say it was a week. It was like a few days. God's voice was so, so clear to me. And he was like, you are still meant to do Lucy Celebrates. And this is what you're going to do with it. The planner, the intentional planner is the thing it is what helped you create loom it is the steps that you followed in this planner is the thing it is that is the thing that anyone can duplicate and anyone can use to make their dream happen and i was like i mean talk about the fire that was lit i asked for it and i got it and i was like okay god i hear you so clearly and the thing was is like i heard him so clearly with loom too and so that was a moment of like wait wait did i like is (laughs) but i kept going back to the thing of like no when i was in this space and he said you are meant to get this planner out into the world. It is the thing that, it's the tool, right? So I said, okay, I don't really know how to do any of that. I truly don't know where to start, but I am going to follow what I did with Loom. I know you're gonna just reveal my next step in time And as I take each step, the way you faithfully showed me that you will, you will reveal my next step. So, all right, let's go. I'm like, I'm partnering with you on this one and I'm excited. So 
here we go, kind of brings us back to this. Okay, so from there, I probably took another full year to still doing weddings on the side, just kind of like keeping myself afloat with those. And I perfected the layout design in InDesign. And so this was a new sort of design software that I was started to use because I did everything in Illustrator before. If you know the design world, they have, if okay, you'll know what Photoshop is. I feel like that's, if you don't really know design, you'll know Photoshop. So it's just part of the Adobe creation suite. Okay, so I learned InDesign. And side note, this is even bringing me to today. It is how I learned how to create workbooks, which is what I did create for Danielle and I've created for the Life Coach School. And so there's been like these pieces of like, oh yeah, I can do that. I did it. So I learned in design, created it in there. And then I learned manufacturing which oh lord the things that i learned there the mistakes that i made and every i mean that's a whole course right if you want to learn how to actually manufacture a physical product i mean i'm your girl there too okay so i launched it out into the world with the first dated intentional planner in 2017 and to this day I use mine every single day. It is still the way that I rise and the first thing that I do when I sit down. And the only thing that's really changed, and this is where I'm kind of excited because right now is when I'm finalizing next year's planners. And I haven't changed the layout in quite a while. Like I think honestly, I only changed it one more time the next year, so in 2018, but it's been the same since then. And I'm gonna change things up. Now that I've kind of stepped into this new, new place, and I'll, I'll share more when we're gonna get ready to launch 2023's version, can you believe it? But. Um, so let's bring you back to the question I hear most often. How do you know, like no, no, if you're hearing from God? And for me, I got to know God's character, his voice from the Bible. And if you want to start there, I can point you to certain books and um, kind of the way that I did it. But if you don't have an interest to start there, maybe you've had a bad experience with religion, you're turned off, maybe you believe that the universe, your higher self is the one guiding you. But what I've kind of found to be true, the one universal truth that every religion says about God, like their God who people pray to, the one universal truth is that God is love. Oh, it's making me emotional. Just saying that. God is love. God is good all of the time. And if you've experienced both sides and you've just really, really leaned on God, on love, it's making me emotional because... 
I have been there and, and I know how faithful God is and he never fails. And I'm just so, so darn grateful for my relationship with God. God always provides, always guides towards light, towards goodness. And the one verse that I'll share with you is the classic wedding verse I'm sure you've heard. If you've seen the Wedding Crashers, you know what verse I'm talking about. It is 1 Corinthians 13. Um, The verses are 4 through 8 if you want to look it up. But this, I'm going to read it to you the way that it's written. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, I always think, you know, for for people to read these in weddings, it's kind of to put these expectations on us humans. It's sort of this impossible goal, right, to achieve day in and day out because we will have bad days. Our egos will run the show sometimes. But God... When you think of the fact that God is love, what I want you to know is God is always, always love. So how do you know if what you're hearing is God's voice from the universe, from your higher self? Let's look back at these same verses in 1 Corinthians and replace love with the word God. God is patient, God is kind, does not envy, does not boast, is not proud, does not dishonor others, is not self-seeking, is not easily angered, and keeps no record of wrongs. God does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. God always protects always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. God never fails. With that as an understanding of God's unwavering character, when you are in God's presence, and like we learned in episode one, you enter his gates with thanksgiving, with gratitude. Just start there. And then go to where you connect with God in nature, meditation. Be still and know. When a new thought, a download, a vision, a prompting, a knowing comes to you, when you are in this presence, you can know you are hearing God's voice. And here's where a warning needs to come in. Because after you specifically hear what you know is your next step towards your purpose, 
what will happen is your ego will step in and talk you out of it. What if you fail? Who are you to do that? You don't have the certification. You're not the expert. All the lies that come up in order to keep you safe. And if your ego's voice is all you've ever heard and paid attention to, and may I add, your parents' ego's voices is all you've ever heard and paid attention to, those are the voices that you know, then the places God is calling you to will seem very scary. It will feel undoable and impossible. And that's why the most important thing you can do for yourself is to get to know God's voice. Listen to it and follow it. It will never stir you wrong. It will always guide you to truth. It will never fail. And along the way, as the ego steps in, as it will, that sweet little ego, you can look at it with new compassionate eyes. Your ego is just revealing old shadows which point light to opportunities for you to step into the gift that has been inside of you all along. So today I challenge you, how are you going to foster a new relationship with your truth? Can you set aside the most important time in your day to be still and to practice listening? I challenge you the same way I was challenged all those years ago to just do it. Why? I mean, you're only stepping in to the best relationship that you will ever have. The best relationship. I promise you this. So set your intention right now. Put it in your calendar. Put it in. I mean, if you have an intentional planner, I see you. You put it in there. That's where I use the whole time. I use it for time blocking. So you just put it in like this is the time that is set aside for the most important time of my day. And hey, put it in the review section after you put it in your planner as a way to hold yourself accountable. You are one step of faith away and you've got this okay beautiful soul until next time remember you are seen you are worthy you are light hey thanks for listening to the light workers guide podcast you are given a divine download and it's your purpose to serve the world with it i guide a select few clients per month to launch and scale their signature program. Coined the Kajabi Queen, I take your brand and your vision to a whole new level. Are you ready? Apply today at lucycelebrates.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the show notes and all the discount codes from my favorite guides. Until next time, Lightworker, keep on shining on. You were created for something extraordinary. I love you and I'm out.